I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. Welcome to Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here as always with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson who always warns us about the latest scams in Santa Barbara and really all over the world. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Patty. So today I want to talk about some vacation scams because with summer just around the corner, we can be sure the fraudsters are lurking, just ready to target us with one of these vacation scams, and there are a lot to choose from. Gosh, it's really so sad. In this day and age, you can't just plan a fun vacation without worrying about being scammed. So true. And sometimes, Patty, a scam will come at us out of the blue in a way that we would never think about. For example, we've talked before about these fake kidnapping scams where you get a phone call from a gruff sounding individual telling you that your grandchild or your daughter has been kidnapped and you need to send money. Well, now, according to the FBI, now that the vacation season is upon us, scammers are actually looking at social media accounts for information about people traveling out of the country. And I've seen a couple of messages recently from friends talking about vacation cruises, and it's a very normal thing to do to share exciting news about an upcoming vacation. Well, unfortunately, the scammer also sees these messages. They will then call the traveler's loved ones with a fake story that they have been kidnapped. That must be so frightening for people when they're overseas and they don't have their usual support system. They don't know the local police. They don't know about the FBI or how to get a hold of them. That's very true. And it's a perfect example about why we need to be so, so careful about what we and our family members put on social media because the scammers will definitely use it against us. And for example, I read a recent case about a victim who got a phone call telling her that her sister had been kidnapped. And she could hear a young woman screaming in the background that sounded very much like her sister. But the really scary thing, Patty, was that the victim's caller ID showed her sister's phone number. Wow, how scary. I mean, we've heard before how scammers can spoof the number for a police department or a business, but how on earth were they able to get and spoof the sister's phone number? Boy, I have no idea, but it was pretty powerful evidence for this victim that the bad guys really did have her sister, because otherwise, how would they have had her phone and her phone number? And the victim was convinced enough to send the scammer some money. That was sad. But fortunately, it was a fake kidnapping and the sister was actually okay. But now back to vacation scams. The Federal Trade Commission warns about several different kinds of scams. One is the free vacation. Now, this will start with a message of some kind telling you that you have won a free vacation, even though you can't remember ever having entered a contest. But if you respond to these solicitations, which can be very tempting, you will learn that they are not really free. The scammers will make it sound exciting, but of course, you'll have to pay some fees and taxes first, and it always ends up being quite costly. Yeah, I think we've all gotten those phone calls. I usually never continue, but I'm tempted because it sounds so good. Mm -hmm. Remember the adage, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. 
That's right, Patty. And the next one we've talked about before, that is the vacation home scams. And here is where scammers will post fraudulent listings, pictures of homes that are not really available. So you look at the picture, you sign up for this vacation home, which turns out not to exist or is not for rent or is quite a bit different than what was pictured and not in a good way. Now, imagine arriving at your vacation destination with your family and finding that the place doesn't exist. I can't even imagine, Patty. And knowing about these scams, I recently booked a place through Airbnb and the whole plane ride over, I was worried that somehow I'd been scammed, even though I booked through an agency that I'd used in the past. So one of the things that you can do if to guard against this, if you know somebody that lives in the area where you have booked, have them drive by and just check it out. Unfortunately, that's not an option for a lot of us. Boy, that is a great suggestion, Vicki. And so many of us rent from Airbnbs these days. They've gotten so popular. How do you protect yourself from these kind of scams? Well, of course, as always, it's best to really use reputable companies and ones that you have done business with the past or ones that get good reviews. Check with your Better Business Bureau. They are a great resource. And when you do book something, talk to the owner by phone if you can and ask detailed questions about the property and the local attractions, things that are around that particular area, restaurants, parks, recreational activities. And if the owner seems to be a bit vague about such things, start to get suspicious. This is a red flag. Also, once again, if the rental is significantly below market value, be careful. Good advice, yeah. What about hotels, Vicki? Are there any scams to watch out for there? Unfortunately, yes, there are. If you do book something in a hotel, there are a couple more scams that you need to be aware of. And we have talked about these before, but it's always good to be reminded. The first one is what we call the fake front desk call. This call usually happens late at night after you've just checked in, usually from a long trip to get there, and somebody is impersonating the front desk person. The caller claims there's a problem with your card on file and asks the traveler to re-verify the credit card information. Oh my gosh, I could see myself falling for that one because you are tired after a long day of traveling, especially if it's in the middle of the night, you might be groggy and all you want to do is clear it up as quickly as possible. I could see giving them the number. Absolutely, because they catch you at a time when you're not thinking clearly. Mm -hmm. You're tired, you're groggy, they wake you up from a sound sleep and you just want to get back to sleep and get it over. So another hotel scam, and one that we have again mentioned, is the fake food delivery scam. This one is pretty darn ingenious, I think. Scammers will distribute fake menus to hotel rooms. Sometimes they'll just slip them under the door. So when the traveler calls the phone number and orders delivery, of course, the scammer will collect the credit card information. And as you can guess, they never deliver the food. So before you order the food from a menu like that, that maybe has been slipped under your door, look up the restaurant online, make sure it's legitimate, and use the number that is the correct number on the listing. Oh my gosh, another one that I wouldn't have thought of. I would have just found that menu and ordered. There's just so many things to be on the lookout for. I'm going to have to be careful, but these are great warnings. It's amazing all the ways the scammers can get our money and our information. Are there some general tips, Vicki? 
Yes, there are some general tips to try and keep us safe. First of all, look for reviews and ask for references. So if you're going to stay in an Airbnb, see if there are reviews, see if there are any references listed. Check with the Better Business Bureau again. And this applies to hotels, vacation rentals, travel companies, and more. And if the company or the property doesn't have any online reviews, ask for references and then follow up and actually call those references and get information about where you're planning to stay. Also, don't wire money or use a prepaid debit card. Don't use those means to pay because once the money is sent, you are not going to get it back if it's a scam. Pay with a credit card. And that way the charges can be disputed. And if a fraud has occurred, that your liability is somewhat limited. Also, do your research as always and be very careful of a very low price. Again, if it sounds too good to be true, it is. If you are scammed, this is important. If you are scammed, report the fraudulent charges to your credit card company right away and to your bank as well. And also report to local law enforcement. Great advice, Vicki. Would you give the fraud hotline as well if any of our listeners have been scammed or nearly scammed and they want to warn others? We like to have guests on the show. Absolutely. My fraud hotline is area code 805-568-2442. I will repeat that, 805-568-2442. Any good news today, Vicki? I do have some good news today, and this is unusual. I really want to applaud it. We always say, oh, well, local law enforcement can't do anything about these international scams because, you know, they originate overseas and our little law enforcement doesn't have the resources to go after these folks. Well, the San Diego District Attorney's Office has put together a task force to combat these kinds of scams with some very good success. And this started out when an 86-year-old woman living in San Diego lost $78,000 to, guess what? The grandparent scam, because she thought that very frantic sounding young woman on the phone was really her granddaughter. The young woman told her that she'd borrowed someone's car, she'd gotten into an accident, the police came, they found drugs under the seat. And of course, so the victim trying to help her poor granddaughter sent the money that she was asked for, and it was quite a large amount, as it turns out. So the San Diego District Attorney's Office started to look into this, and they found out that the grandparent scam has accounted for $3.8 million in losses in the United States over the past year, $3.8 million. And the San Diego DA's office decided it was time to do something about it. So they put together a task force of prosecutors, police, crime analysts, and the FBI. And the task force was able to identify 1,700 victims in one year in San Diego County alone with losses of over $49 million. But by studying these cases, they found some patterns in these scams, which made them realize that they were dealing with organized crime. This was big business. And they were able to follow the money trail in some of these cases and to identify some of the scammers. These were people that were acting locally as money mules. They arrested several of them, two of whom had been involved in the 86-year-old victim's case. 
And in summing up this case, the task force realized that the key to stopping these crimes is awareness. And of course, Patty, that is what we're trying to do on Scam Squad, build awareness. And they had a couple of tips, and the tips are ones that we have definitely heard before, which is when you get a phone call like this that appeals to your fear and your emotions, slow down, don't react, and don't pay. It's a scam. That was such great advice. But it's so scary to get those kind of calls. And especially if you think it's your grandchild or your child. And I just want to remind people with artificial intelligence these days, they only need a few seconds of the person's voice to imitate it and make it sound just like that person. So even if you're sure it sounds like your daughter or son or grandchild, it may not be. Probably isn't. Probably isn't. That's right. Yeah. And of course, mm-hmm. if you can pick up the phone, contact that person directly or other family members, find out the location of the relative and verify that they're safe. Yeah. I'm so glad that they're going after these knowing money mules too. Sometimes we hear about kind of the victim money mules who don't know what they're doing, but if they're in on it and they can shut it down locally, That seems like a great way to go. Absolutely. And it's really one of the only things that they can do locally. So we're happy that they are doing it, that they're taking it very, very seriously, and they're taking very aggressive action to find these folks and prosecute them. Thank you so much, Vicki, for all the great warnings. Okay. Bye. 